what up, what up, what up? You're now listening to the Intellectual Property Podcast. I am your host, Dallas Alexis. We got another one. Another one. A special one. Special one. Special. Very, very special. Iconic. Iconic. Legendary. Wow. This one. No pressure, no pressure. Queens only. It's a Queens only episode. Queens Beautiful queens, beautiful yeah. black Not queens. Not in the borough, though, like in the, as in the woman. Yes. So beautiful queens black only queens episode. only. Yeah. So. For the special month of. Women's History, History Month. Yep, yep. That's what we celebrate, y'all. Yep. And I got two beautiful black queens <laughs> with me <laughs> on this episode. So this episode, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to fall back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm here if y'all need me. You know what I'm saying? I like to call this a tasteful takeover. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love that. Right? A tasteful love takeover. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I think that's what we're doing today. Um, good morning, everybody, or evening, afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. I am Taisha Ampadu, also known as Ty Turner. This is a female takeover today. Um, I have an icon with me to the right. You will... If you don't know her, know about her, you will know about her. Uh, you should know about her. She is iconic. She's legendary. How can you not know about this? Yeah, like this is this is crazy. Right. I, I don't even want to hype her up because she's like such a humble person. She's yeah. probably like stop, stop, stop. But this woman is like legendary. She's one of the first. They first they call her. They coin her like the lady of hip hop fashion, the first lady of hip hop fashion. And that's not even like big enough. You know what I mean? That's even like a small capsule. She is. The first lady of streetwear before it was even considered streetwear. We have the iconic Miss April Walker. Give it up for Miss yeah, April man. Walker. Yeah. Wow, what an intro. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Thank We're you. so blessed Thank and humble yes. to have you, Thank man. You, of course. Yes. Um, we are broadcasting from New York City. Spring 2019. Yes, March. the sun is shining. Yeah, it's, it's a good 60 Beautiful degrees. Day today. Beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, man. You know it's really, a, really good. We had really a brutal nice. winter. Yeah. What well, was it brutal? Though? It ain't snow a lot, but it was it was cold, though. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold, but we've had some really cold winters. We, like, yeah, to me, yeah. It's just we getting tired of cold weather. Yeah. So when it gets cold, we just don't like it. You're yeah. right. It's crazy. I've been living in New York my whole life. I think I got to make that. That uh, trip to LA or Miami. Yeah, I think we should do that. Maybe yeah. we could get uh, we, April. I'm, and take I'm, us. I'm not on <laughs> April got all the money. We could get her to, <laughs> we could get her to take it. I'm page. sure she's had like a fashion show or something happening. We get we, we could be like out. her interns. Right. We could try and be Jokes. her interns for the show. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, listen, we are so happy to have you here. We are blessed, honored, um, to even have you at the table with us. This is a female takeover. We are celebrating March which is Women's History Month. Yes. And I've been asked by Dallas to uh, just bring some dope women that, I are, that I'm inspired by. And I, your name had to come up. You know, uh, me being a Brooklyn girl, you being a Brooklyn girl, I was just like, oh, my God, let's see if we can get her. She's iconic. I remember you when um, I was just coming up in the game and looking at Source magazines and checking out some of the most iconic rappers and them wearing this cool piece and I would do the research and be like oh my god this was done by a woman a black female designer nobody else has done that in the fashion game 
You know, we had the brands like FUBU and right. Car Kanai, and it was all male-dominated. And right. here I am, I see your name right. and a reflection of me, and it was just such an inspiration. So to have you at the table now, it's just the universe coming full circle, you know? Well, I'm humbled by your words. I mean, we've been admiring each other's work from afar for a long time. We have. And energy feeds energy. Yes. Uh, I think we sat on a panel a few years ago mm-hmm. and did some work with Nadia, right? Yes. Shout out to Nadia Lopez. Nadia Lopez. Nadia Lopez, yeah. yeah. She, she's major. Major. Up here too. Definitely. Yeah. And, um, and just, you know, I've been watching you move over the years. Yeah. And I've been watching you grow oh and God. evolve. And your work is dope. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and you're like putting in the work and it shows yeah and i always love sisters who are elevating the culture mm-hmm. absolutely you know yeah. and you're one of them so oh um it's a pleasure to be here oh my god thank and you ta, and, and, and like about Todd too like she's she's also a student of the culture like she like she knows but i think we if we we're really are, yeah. yeah we all are i'm mm-hmm. still a student yeah, yeah. you know what always i mean that learning. never changes if you really love it absolutely mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't love it yeah yeah. You know, so I think all three of us, we, it's safe to say that we love it and we're also students of it. Yeah. You know, um, and that's why we still do what we do. Like, we've been doing this for, for a while. Yeah. For I'm a very about long time. For a while. I'm not going to say how long, but. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got ages. We ain't right. got ages. But, um, yeah, so, like, kind of like what you say, but, like, she put the work in and, and, and. And that's why yeah. Man, does, I, I does. just, you know, I just want to, I want to sit at the table with people that have or are creating legacy. You know, this legacy. is about legacy. Right. It's not legacy about builders. Yeah, it's not about fame. It's not about greed. Money's cool, I guess, but it's not a necessity. This mm-hmm. is about legacy and what we're doing when we leave this earth. What's Absolutely. been left for others? Absolutely. And making you know? it bigger than yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, to me, if you care about legacy, then it's constant. It's a constant grind all the time. Absolutely. It doesn't stop. And constant growth. Yeah, constant growth. It doesn't stop. You meet new people. And so forth, but <clears throat> I know we don't have as a lot of time, so I want to get into everything. Okay, April Walker, the past, the present, the future. Okay, you know? um, I want to. I mean, everybody knows you're a Brooklyn girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you? Where, where were you raised? And what was that like? Because Brooklyn is very gentrified now. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, it sure is. It's wonder bread compared to when I started. Man, you know, it's like. <laughs> It's different. It's definitely what the bread. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, what part of Brooklyn? Bed style do as I oh, shout okay. out to Bed Style. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. That's that's what it's at. Madison between Nostrand and Marcy. Oh wow. And A Rock. Yeah. Okay, so you was over so, there by the um not too far from the YMCA off of Bedford. Right, not too far. So I I grew up there early. Those were my formative years. And then um and then, and so most people do not know, so I'll drop it right here. Yeah, yeah. So I was born in L.A. <gasps> See, I told you she gave me an L.A. vibe. LA. I was, but I, but I, my father was in the music business, uh-huh. and so we were nomadic for a minute, you know. So, um, so we moved to Boston from L.A. Oh wow! Yeah. So my sister was my 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 younger sister, both of them. Um, one was born in Dorchester, mm-hmm. Roxbury. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one was born in Harlem Hospital. Oh wow! So we so from there we went to South Bronx, 
And then we went down to Harlem, and then we ended up in Lower East Side. And then from the Lower East Side, we <laughs> got to like every tough hood. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we saw the worst of the worst. I, like, real talk, yeah. I remember my mom said she, we moved to South Bronx. Do y'all remember Fort Apache in the Bronx? Yeah. yeah. I remember that, that movie, yeah. She said that we lived, like, on that block when we got there. And she said she opened up the paper, and it was, it was, um, saying it was the worst block in America. And she was like, we're out of here. Like, and so we moved yeah. 10 days later. Can wow. I be honest with you, April? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I, I always thought I always thought you were from Jersey. Jersey? You want to no. know why? Word? You want to know why? I don't even understand how. You want to know why? Why? Oh, it. he's going to tell you why. I know why. Because of Naughty. Yeah, oh, cause naughty. naughty. The love of Naughty, right. Because it connects with Naughty. Folks. And like, right, I'm right. like, okay, so she got to be from Jersey. Jersey folks, yeah. You know my sister lives in Jersey okay. now, so I'm not like no disrespect to Jersey. Yeah. There are a lot of good people from Jersey, but I'm Brooklyn all okay. day. Okay, no, no. no, like, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason why, because I saw like the whole naughty connection, like a you know, like they were Absolutely. a lot of your first people. I was like, oh, she's from Jersey. Right, that's right, cool. Right, right. I, like, I used know. to go to Jersey a lot. Yeah, you know, that's visit. The only yeah. Okay. Yeah. I but get you it BK now. though. But you yeah. all day. Yeah. I, I wanna I wanna briefly touch base on. Wait, wait. Well, you got. I gotta say. So, because they'll kill me. So, I moved to Clinton Hill. There you go. Okay, I moved to Clinton They'll be like, best. Ah. So, by the time I was about, um, matter of fact, it was fourth grade. Well, I went to, it was, a, you know how now you get yeah. locked up for, uh-huh. for, for changing your address? Uh-huh. Parents get locked up for that, yeah? Yeah, now they do. My parents, you know, would have been in jail because it was, okay, the 70s was different. Brooklyn was different then. Mm-hmm. You asked me what it looked like. It yeah. was so much different. It was um, like the Iraq war on the really? streets, you know what I mean? In Bed-Stuy. Mm-hmm. And, in, and so me growing up to the next to the old boys hood yeah the, the boys in the high yeah right boys, in, boys right, and girl boy, high school yeah boys and right but it was boys high first wow. and so before they integrated the girls, right before yeah. they integrated so that's where i was and then i remember being one of the first to swim at marcy pool wow, wow. <laughs> i'm dating myself <laughs> we now might, we, we getting might. real right now <laughs> yeah. but I remember my mom, because I, I had a lot of fights on that block, you know. That time really? was different, yeah. you know. So being light-skinned mm, I was just going to say. You know, all that. Light-skinned. Oh, you think you're cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of it. Not yeah, understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. that they didn't understand what Mexican was then because um, my mom is Chicano. So trying to explain uh, all those things, they're like, you're, being Mexican, you know, is, still it, is it Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. You right, know, like, right. What is that? Some people know? still on the They still <laughs> don't. You know, yeah. it's those issues. You know, trying to say, I'm black, I'm Mexican. It's, it's, it was a lot, you know. Wow. So, but I moved to Clinton Avenue in, I think, um, fourth grade. And then from there, you know, those, that's, the rest was, it was history. That was it. History from there. Pew, landing boy. But, but you never left Brooklyn. I never left. Well, I lived a lot of other places. Like I lived in Las Vegas. I lived in Los Angeles. I lived in outside of Philly in Paoli. But I always kept my place in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I never left. It's where the heart still is. That's great. That's mm-hmm. really really mm-hmm. good. Um, I want to talk about your the early years of Miss April Walker. We know where you're from. We know your where the blueprint started. But I want to talk about Walkerware. Okay. You know, I want to talk about what inspired the brand. Um, that particular time, what year? I know, 
I've done research, and one year said 1991, another right. one said 86. Right, right, right. So I'm like, okay, did she think about it? 86? Yeah, exactly. Just some clarity. So I started designing in 86. I was ah. in college. Nice. And then uh, I. I was inspired from Dapper Dad. Right? Dapper Dad. Mm-hmm. I was Let's inspired for a lot of people, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like Willie Smith was a big inspiration yep. for yep. me before Dap. And but by the time I was in college, I was sure I didn't want to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. You knew it. I knew it then, you know. But I didn't know what it would be. I didn't know it would be fashion. Mm-hmm. And then I used to hang out a lot. So uh, I was at the Apollo one night, mm-hmm. and I went into Dapper Dan's store, and I just saw this. 24 7 machine moving moving and i was like this is lit (laughs) you know and i just knew we we didn't have that in brooklyn to be honest yeah no we didn't and i was a hustler like i was already like when i was in high school i was selling pots and pans and i was baby boy before the baby boy movie like i used to go to the wholesale district in high school and buy Mm -hmm silk dresses and linen suits and go up to the woman on payday i knew that friday every other friday and i'd be there with the stuff selling this so i always had a hustle Hustle, from gymnastics on you know where'd you go to high school I went to Brooklyn Tech and Bishop Lachlan. Hey, oh, she's litless. She's, she's a Lachlan. That's where all the cute boys were. Lachlan. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Tech and Lachlan. Yo, like. yeah, Brooklyn Lachlan. Tech is like. I went to Lachlan. I went to high school with Mark Jackson. I went to the wow. Prom with Mark. Oh, you went to high school with Mark Jackson. That was Jackson. my prom date. So not only were you beautiful, <laughs> smart, yeah. and hustling. Yep. Mark Jackson was one of my I favorite players growing up yeah, as a man. kid. Wow, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Grace. So when you see him like doing the games, you like yeah, what up? No, shut up, Mark. Yeah, shut up, Mark Jackson. <laughs> Action Jackson. Action, Action Jackson. Jackson. Wow. wow, that's dope. So basically, you were Brown inspired through Brown is from high school. And then once I saw Dap's thing I, blueprint, I was like, I'm gonna do this in Brooklyn. So I started creating in the house. I started there and in the then, house, and then it was just like. Energy feeds energy. Mm-hmm. I always say that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it was yep. just like the tribe started hanging in the house, started helping me. You know, mm-hmm. just just friends, family. Now, who did your who did your tribe consist of? Initially, it was my sisters, and it was um, Nicole Walker, Cola, Ooh. Cola. She actually, everyone thinks we are sisters, mm-hmm. but not by blood. Mm-hmm. We just happened to have the same last name. She was in the neighborhood, but I saw she had so much swag. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. So we all picked up and started figuring it out. I grabbed a few of Dap's tailors, yep, um, because they had the blueprint. So I started working with them part time. Nice. Um, They told me what machines to buy, sewing Mm -hmm. machines, and we made our own cutting machine and you know cutting table Mm -hmm. in the house and just started creating. And then it took off quick. So Mm -hmm. I started looking for. Space and yeah. in '87, I got my first shop, and oh. it was called Fashion and Effect in Brooklyn, Fashion 212 Green Avenue between Grand and Cambridge. I, mean, I think you may have to come out with a T-shirt. I think there's somebody I will because everybody's been asking. I'm here for and that. I had a Fashion and Effect T-shirt that was fire, fire back there. So I, I said to, I need to do that again yeah. just for that energy. Hey, but what was the um, what was the like the vibe in the uh, store? Uh, no, like in in. Where you lived at, like your immediate neighborhood, like as mm-hmm. far as fashion. I mean, like what were people wearing, like in your neighborhood? Yeah, like, can what, you recall? Yeah, what was the vibe? So in like, the 80s, we were, so I was coming out of the period. Well, in the 80s, before the shop, we were doing Fila's 
we sweats. were doing <laughs> even the even when I had the shop, they were doing velour sweatsuits. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the velour sweatsuits. But before that, I remember coming up in high school, I would wear everything from. I had a lot of Ralph Lauren. Then, yep, you know, yep, I had a lot of polo. Brooklyn. Yeah, um, sure. I had Oscar De La Rente. Uh-huh. I had a lot of Oscar De La Rente. Uh, Bill Blast. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of Bill Blast. Did you have Benetton? I did some Benetton. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have some Benetton Gap. sweatsuits. Jordan? I didn't do that much of the, either one of those, but I did Gloria Vanderbilt. Gloria Vanderbilt. I did Clark's. Calvin Klein. What about Jordan's? Was Jordan's popular? Jordan's was popping, but I didn't do a lot. I did Sassoon. Sassoon. I did Sassoon. Oh, wow. Listen, guys. Everybody yeah. listening Shirley's. to us. Yep. All look, look into these brands for yeah, sure. Yeah, all Sass- of that. Sergio Tacchini. Like Sergio Tacchini. Head. Um, wow. Jerry Jackets. Prince. Nice. Remember Prince? All of that. The Prince brand? Don't it was a brand called Prince. It was like I do remember tennis. them. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. Prince. Yep. They yeah. were like Head. Yeah, but, just like yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's dope. That's really dope. I had a question. Well, not even a question, but I think it's awesome that, you know, you said that you were mustering this thought in your head. Like, listen, I know I don't want to work for someone. I'm hustling. I'm doing a couple of things. But it's. I think it's. there's such a beauty in the fact that you saw Dapper's store and that just sparked it all. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it, it basically, it was that thought turned visual for you. It's true. And it true. just really spun off for you. And I think that's. I think that's dope, and I think for young kids or anyone that has a dream and you're mustering something, you know, be aware of your surroundings and what triggers that future for you. You know what I mean? I think that's key, following the instincts, you know, trusting your instincts. And I look back on my life, and those have been the times when I've had my ways, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Trusting your instincts, but not knowing it sometimes at the time, Mm -hmm. right? You just, Mm -hmm. it just feels so natural. So you do it. And, and it's funny you saying that my father told me recently, it was in an interview, they were filming him. Yeah. And they asked him about me and what did I know? And he said, no, he said, I remember her being in her junior year of college and we went to see a Spike Lee movie. And when we came out, he said, he said, she said, and I don't remember this, but yeah. he remembered it. And it brought chills. Like, he said, we came out and I said, I don't want to go back to school, Dad. Mm. And he was like, his heart dropped, right? And so he was like, why? And I was like, because I know what I want to do, you know? Wow. And, and so he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to make clothes. And so... I said, you see that girl over there? He said there was a girl at the phone booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember phone booths? Yeah. I remember phone booths. <laughs> I remember phone booths. They don't, they don't beepers. Exist anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't they don't make any. Although That's I did hear said. there's like one random phone booth somewhere in like New York City or whatever. We need to find it and take pictures <laughs> right. there. Just, that would be a great uh, yeah, photo on the low. Thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? She was on the phone and he said she had like these big earrings on, but he said she had like a jacket that was like all he he was like the jacket was like he said the jacket was whack. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, but she pointed to it. She said, "You see that girl over there? That's what I want to do. That's that's the kind of stuff I want to make." Uh-huh. So, and that triggered it. And that triggered it. And he got but it. but he got it. But it was probably somebody wearing something like Dapper Danish. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what uh-huh. I mean? Uh-huh. So at that time, she's probably some drug dealer's girlfriend. Yeah, fly girl, <laughs> like, mad yeah, doing knockers, gold father was bangles. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> like, oh, oh babe oh babe don't you want to be a nurse what's right. wrong with being a nurse <laughs> or a teacher right 
you know um yeah i i think i think that's dope I, we're gonna fast forward a little bit so at this point you're at your you're at the house you're starting your own stuff you're getting some people from D- dapper's clan right or to tribe sew. at some point to sew and then you open up your own store right at this point that what year is that around 87 87 okay so the culture of hip-hop is still up and buzzing. Uh, yeah it's, it's buzzing then it was it was so when i opened my first shop fashion in effect yeah we figured it out we just started creating i got an airbrusher i had uh, yes. one of shirt kings guys uh-huh. came aboard you know and then just i had dope. my own team um that also did airbrushing acrylic painting mm-hmm. we did everything wow. we you know from the rhinestones to we made a lot of people don't know like we did a lot of couture. I started in couture. I so, was going like, to say. gowns, tuxedos, all of that stuff we made, like, that's what, that's in a big way. That's what I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. You're, like, the cutting and sewing. Like, where did the cutting and sewing come from? Like, was that natural? Like, did mom sew, did dad sew? No, I, mean, like, where no, did I the designed. Cutting... I'm, I'm more of a creative director, to uh, be honest. Because okay, so yeah. I'm an orchestrator. I'm an okay. architect. Like, I can see the vision. I can say, this. Is the, I can draw, you know. Yeah. But I'm not even, like. I'm, I'm, it's just natural. My father can draw, you know, mm-hmm. so I can draw and give you the design, but then I'm gonna pass it off. I can go shop and tell you the fabrications, mm-hmm. but then I'm gonna I'm not sewing because it's gonna slow my business. Yeah, gotcha. And yeah. you're a creative. I, I feel like I'm a you're kind of like you're like me. Okay. Yeah, with creatives, I feel like sometimes when it gets super technical, for me, it's not fun. Okay. It's not fun, you know and then I mean? it's also like the 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can pass it off to somebody that loves to do that part, right. and then okay. I can create 10 other things yeah. in that gotcha. same time. Gotcha. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. it makes more sense. So Absolutely. I saw that early, yeah. too. And so um, the blueprint was there. That was a bona fide hustler, so I mm-hmm. saw it. Shout you know? out to Dapper Dan. Uh-huh. So I was like, that, that's it. The so, um, But I think at that time in 87, it was like, Hip hop was on the rise. The drug scene was on the rise. The drug scene was there. Correction Mm -hmm. officer. And uh, no lie, hustlers definitely supported me in the beginning. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how it was. Because you could go to Bentley's and see Mike Tyson hanging with um, some of the most notorious Brooklyn hustlers in the world at Mm -hmm. the time. That's just how it was, Mm -hmm. you know. And so um, everybody from correction officers to the hustlers to celebrities like Shaggy and Shinehead and. Biggie Smalls were shopping in audio too, in, in fashion and effect. You know, so dope. they yeah. gave me my first cover audio. I, w- too. I was just gonna ask you, who was the person that broke the brand? Like, because you know, anyone that knows April Walker, you know that she's iconic for a lot of her pieces being worn on legends like the um, the Biggie. great late right. Biggie, Tupac Shakur. Right. You know what I mean? Even nature. yeah, even in the early Rockefeller days, right. you know, Absolutely. I saw them visiting Jay-Z. you at the mm-hmm. showroom mm-hmm. and rock and rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, walk aware. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to know like who was that first artist that wore walk aware, and then it flew from that point on. It's hard to say the first. Like my father was managing jazz and Jay-Z ah, when I was young. Like, all connected. I dated, was, I dated somebody in Marcy, Aha. and wow. somebody gave me Jazz's um, demo tape, uh-huh. and I gave it to Dad. Wait, stop. You dated someone in Marcy? Uh-huh. Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> She's dangerous. We like that. You know we like them project places. Yes. She's from Brooklyn, though. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, yes. so. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I just wanted to make yeah. that side note, y'all. <laughs> so, so anyway, I was dating somebody, and they lived in the next building from Jay. Uh, okay. And so, 
you kept hearing about jazz and 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 so I got his demo. Dad and him connected. Uh-huh. So Jay was one of the first. Mm-hmm. And I I just listened to a podcast um, when it, it wasn't just, but recently with Positive K talking, saying that he was in Maryland and he was doing his video because he wore stuff uh-huh. too. And he said that Jay Z actually told him, you know. You guys check this girl in Brooklyn out. Jay Z, guys. Let's yeah, hold and her so Beyonce that was husband. crazy Daddy. to me to hear that. That's but, crazy. I mean, he was still a teenager. Yeah. yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, mm-hmm. so he was one, but he wasn't like what we know Jay Z to be now. Mm-hmm. I would say to break the brand, Audio 2, I give them everything because they put me on the cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their, their song became one of the most sampled songs in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I would never have known about styling. And I started a styling division that did like over 100 photo shoots, covers, um, videos, videos, some some costume design work. You know, I would have never had those opportunity or saw, oh, I can create another revenue stream for my business Uh and enhance product placement Mm -hmm. doing these things. Yeah. Because there was no product placement back then. Can I share something with you? Mm Mm-hmm. I shared this with Ty, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so I'm a filmmaker, worked in the TV film business. So like, I came up as a production assistant, yeah, working music videos, and I was telling Ty like He's I remember being you. on, like, <laughs> Naughty by Nature, Dos Effects, right. SWV, working Black Street, yeah, and I, I would see them. you. And I was like, it's so weird how things come full, full circle. circle. I, I was a kid working, I you know, grinding. And I would see April doing her thing, and like, yeah, working. Oh, April, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I started with classic concepts with Ralph really? McDaniels and Lionel Martin. Ah, yeah. we yep. love Ralph McDaniels video music. Yep. Yeah, I did a lot of styling, finesse, and sequence. A yes. lot of those videos. Yeah. Um, Hype Williams did his first video in my house. Did he? What he video was that? Uh, it was PM Dawn. Wow. Oh, I didn't even know. That's a jewel right there. Stuff. I didn't even know there was a Hype Williams April Walker connection. Yeah, like Hype was interning for classic concepts that's how he started wow and then he became the a director under their wing and then he branched out and started his own this hype went with um one of my sister's friends and actually had a child with a uh, kiki so wow. i knew hype from teenage days. whoa so, guys do you do you see all it's all see? universal and it's all interconnected so connected, every, everything so. is woven and and that's what i'm saying like with fashion style music it's, it's relationships a yeah too. it's absolutely. a relationship it's and, and the thread is the relationship absolutely yeah. you know it's all it's all and a you thread. never know like when you start your ground like you never know where you're gonna end you, like you never know who you're gonna meet you never know who's gonna become your network absolutely because I never knew in a, like a million years I'd be sitting here talking. Dude, to I never knew either. Trust like, me. I was just, you know what I'm saying? But I and we're here sitting yeah, where was always a fan of yours. Always admired you from afar growing up, and then actually worked with you before working with you. Mm-hmm. Like just a kid, you know, just being on a music video set, just happy to be there and seeing you doing your thing. And then a few years later, look at this. Sit here and Voila. It. That's crazy. That's black girl magic, y'all. <laughs> yes, black girl it magic. Is. It is. It <laughs> yeah. is. And I think with that. Right. It's also important to talk about how important humility is. Yeah, absolutely. And being humble because mm-hmm. it's a ride and it's a journey. We were talking about this earlier, but it's ebbs and flows and yep. it's peaks and yes. valleys. And you will see that So, on any journey. So it's just great 
to keep mm-hmm. your feet on solid ground because what comes up must come down Absolutely. and it could go, go back up. But mm-hmm. it's the difference of people embracing and catching you on your fall or getting mm-hmm. out the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. You want to have a cushion. Absolutely. Um, Audio 2 is the... Yeah, so now we know people. Audio 2 is the first group that wore her piece or artist that wore it. And now I want to talk about some peaks in April Walker's, uh, in the way April Walker brand. Right. You know, not so much When I got to walk, because you were asking how I got to walk away. So that's how I started getting there. So that's how you got there. I saw people asking Mm -hmm. about deeper pockets, more leg room. They wanted lower crotches. The same things in fashion, in effect. They kept asking. I was listening to my customers. Mm -hmm. So I could hear them saying, we want um, the pants to be able to fit inside the Thames or out. So hence, we have booth legs now. But Ah. that's that, like, all right, I'm going to make it so it can fit over. Because at that time, we were were dressing almost like we were now, right? Right. You were asking the fashion. So it's MCM. It was Fendi. It was Gucci. It was on high. That's what we were wearing time. It was, and and then we were wearing tight pants. Calvin Klein's no friend of mine. Mm-hmm. We were wearing that, so mm-hmm. they wanted now breathing room because hip hop was on the rise. So we were dancing. Now we were on stage. Yeah. We were in the clubs. We wanted baggier clothes to move because yeah. mm-hmm. we actually danced in the spots. Yeah, right. we Look went out. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. so. That what you have on? That's yeah. a back in the day throwback right there. Yeah, you know I got what on I mean? A cool throwback yeah, that, so that you could easily see that whole thing, but <laughs> just that whole joint. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and that's crazy how you know the mechanics of the physical mechanics of style when it comes to fashion. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to, and I don't want to say black fashion, but just urban fashion, urban streetwear. Style. There's a there's a mechanic. There's a physical mechanic to, to it. why. Yeah, to why. And sometimes a lot of people don't understand that. Right. They just are like, well, you know, why they wear their socks with their slippers and right. things like. There's there's some kind of science Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. So it's dope to know that. You know, for Walker Wear, a big part of it was because your fans functional. were like, you know, yo, I, I need to be functional. Fashion, fit, and function. That mm-hmm. was my premise. And so um, with that, I saw the same things being asked, and I said, let me start this line. And so one of the things that kept being people asked me to do over and over, and shout out to EPMD because Ooh, they were EPMD. one of the first, too, to really break. Like, if you look at Crossover mm-hmm. and a lot of their um, photo shoots and album covers, they, they were, were very consistent. And I also did their tour, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So they just w- went out of their way to buy black. Wow. Um, and so... I used to do a lot of velour, and then I started mixing velour and denim. And then I just was like, saw this suit being asked over and over called the Rough and Rugged yep. Suit. The it jean was a, suit, right? The 14 ounce yeah. bull denim. That's what, like, kind Contrast of. Contrast stitching. Kind of stands um, yeah. out of my mind. When, like I, call, the, when I, I see the Scully. Uh huh. That's, what that's I see right. Yeah. I, did, I think of the Scully and the jean yeah, suit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that, that was yeah. like a uniform in the streets, yeah. and I started seeing. So I was like, I'm going to try to do this line. I have a question. What, but just um, how much was that going for? Like the full suit? I'm just wondering. Um, I probably, like, maybe. 18220 okay. something like that. I was, I was gonna say like two right suit. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. But that we was talking about yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a that, that was a grip. Yeah, that is a grip. <laughs> back then. Yeah, back then. But wow, yeah. it's dope. But dope. yeah, we were we were. I think so. I might be off. That my, my staff might call me. My my team might be like, you're bugging. <laughs> it might have been more, but um. In the stores, that's what it was. Uh-huh. But but when we first started, it was all custom. Yeah, right. So custom, it was if you were paying 
a little more than a little, that. A little pricey. They should pay. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, we're paying three, three and up, you know what I mean, yeah. depending on what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we hit the store and started mass producing, you could get the rough and rugged for like 180 to 220 you know, I need to try and find a rough and rugged piece. I need a good jacket. Um, you know, you guys, I don't know if you know, but I am one of the, I am the designer for Vice Live right now. And we have a dope artist okay, called okay, Fat okay. Tony and he loves Ooh. all throwback pieces. So I need to try and see if we could um, get we'll into his closet Absolutely. and see if we could borrow something. We'll or work so. it out. Okay, good. Um, so I want to talk about one, a couple of pivotal parts of Walker Wear. One pivotal part is the iconic photo with Tupac wearing your hockey jersey. Okay. How did you get that on Tupac? So there's a backstory. So I actually was his stylist for a mm. while, right? That's um, dope. I met him. Damn. I met him early before he was um, Tupac that yeah. we know, right? Yeah. He was actually a roadie mm. for for a digital underground. Right. Yes. And he was hanging with Ed Lover and No Face, that whole crew. Yep. And so I saw him out. I was styling a group called BWP, Bitches with Problems. Yes, I remember that group. Um, and so, um, <laughs> and so I saw them on. I saw him on set with them because um, they were signing No Face. Yeah. And then I also saw him on this Juice. Set. We were trying out for Juice. We were all trying out, and yeah. so we kept bumping into each other and I had on a velour sweatsuit that I made and he was like yo who made that and I was like I did you know so wow that's how it started and then I and then he hired me for one of his early videos Mm -hmm. and then I just started making clothes for him and and that's how that started I feel and you could correct me if I'm wrong was he wearing walker wear and juice I felt I thought he was wearing a piece no by he walker wasn't wear. okay mm-hmm. all right I thought mm-hmm. I saw it in something mm-hmm. that he was wearing he was wearing it and above the rim yes above the rim so that's that's what, that's what that, that's with when, the 40s below right he, yeah exactly mm-hmm. he wore the camouflage suit mm-hmm. and he also wore the yellow the gold vest with the pants yeah. and that whole scene we made that um, but that was a call. He was very proactive, too, in buying black brands. He called me like, yo, I'm just on a movie. I want you to do the clothes and wow. yada, yada. And I was Spicy. just like, really? Like, <laughs> So, you know, he brought me. I met Bernie Mac. I came wow. to the set, you know. And when we got there, he was like, I want you to just do everything. And, you know, of course, it's they're like, you're not going to do everything. <laughs> so but he was like, well, I want most. Uh, yeah. So I was able to do a lot. And then I said, can I can I suggest some other black brands? And I he wore a lot of but in that movie, I got yeah. five thousand and one flavors on set. Wow. I brought them in. And so they they're the infamous leathers, right? leathers. Yeah, but that amazing. Was, that's leathers. how that came together. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. That's really, really dope. Yeah, I mean, they're known for their leathers, like super iconic leathers. Wow. Are they still around? Yeah, Yeah, they're still around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, guys. Like, we're here, again, if you are just tuning in, which hopefully you're not, we are here with the iconic April Walker. I don't know how we, legendary icon, like just everything. Queen of the streetwear game before it was called streetwear, the first female to actually do it. Real quick, what was that like being a female, the only female in this male-dominated game of fashion? You wow, know, that's a loaded question. Yeah, I know. And, and and on top of that, you're very pretty. Like you're you're such a beautiful Thank you. woman. So I mean, 
I'm sure you you were kind of approached like, yo, you you super cute. Yeah, I'll wear right. your shirt. So, you know what I mean? It's almost like a double-edged sword almost. You know what I mean? And, guys, right now she's wearing one of her photos, uh, one of, a T-shirt with her and Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson her, yeah. which is, like, super dope. dope. You know what I mean? It was hard. Well, it was hard. I think that, you know, what helped me was coming from the streets of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I told you the time that I came up in. Yeah. So you had to, you came out the side, you came out your house with a screw face. Yeah. You knew to do that because you couldn't have a smile. Right. You had a smile, they were coming for you. Yeah. You know? So I knew that very early on. So it was kind of almost like energy feeds energy. Mm -hmm. And so you got used to, in the 70s, I'm be honest, in the 70s and the 80s, you walked in the, it was not the Me Too movement now. You were here. You were here. All kind of stuff. Damn, Yo, mommy, Ma. what's up, mommy? Yo, red bone. You know, that was a regular thing. And you just had to be numb to it and yeah. just get used. Like, I'm not checking for you. I don't hear you. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. So it was the same pattern and the same personality that showed up in my business. You know what I mean? Like, don't even come at me sideways. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. energy feeds energy yeah. again. You know, and I think that... It's so funny. A few weeks ago, I did a summit, um, went to the Harlem Fashion World, did a Google summit, and yeah. I went and mm-hmm. I met this young woman. She was, she was dope. She was a sister that wrote for <laughs> CNN, and she told me her sister hung out at that time, and she wanted me to know. This was so humbling. I have to share this story. Shout out to uh, the sister that told me this story. And she said that she was in hip-hop, and she wanted to dance, and she wanted to do these things, and she traveled in circles mm. in the 80s and it, she was around a lot of guys and she would overhear them talking about me and they, they would say, you know, whatever, but they would be like, but don't even come at her because she's about her business. Ooh. And that made See? me feel feel so Look good. That. And That's she dope. told me that story because she said, because of you, she went after her dreams and right. she knew that she didn't have to Rely on her looks. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I, I mean? think that's so, so important. I think that was everything for me because it does, it is hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you know you're not going to be in certain doors because mm-hmm. of that. But yeah. then you got to trust God. You got to trust your, your, your abilities. Yep. Your talent. And your, your talent. And I never doubted myself. I've doubted a lot of things, yeah. but I, I didn't doubt the vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I say mm-hmm. myself, I mean the vision. Yes. We all doubt. But. How involved um, like was your dad and your parents in? I mean, because I know your dad was connected to the music mm-hmm. industry. So like, because I know like you, his daughter. Like, was he kind of like, I'm coming. I'm gonna send some guys with you. Like, when you go do this, I'm like, was he actively involved? So my father was kind of a hippie. So he was a black nationalist when we grew up. So yeah. I grew up differently. So I grew up in a. Um, my first year of school was at a place called the East, which had a school called, called Uhuru Sasa. Mm. So um, my views were very different, you know okay. what I mean? Um, so I was always understanding black power and what that meant. Mm. Mm. And then and then taking that on, when we got older, he got very spiritual, which was great. Mm-hmm. Because I think... Um, when when I was young, he was young, He's so to speak. Dad, yeah. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of grew together. You know, I I told this story about one day I was playing hooky from school. This is hilarious. And I was in the weed spot, coming out of the weed spot, and he was going in. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was 
shout so out to your dad. Tight. Like, shout out to your dad. He was in shock, like, oh, where did I go wrong? And I'm like, right here. Right here, yeah. daddy. We're at the same place. <laughs> shout out to your dad. Shout but, out. uh, you know, we grew together, so it was just, um, so he was hands off. Like he was like, "Yo, go do your thing." He, you know what? Because he was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I was thinking about that coming here today because I want to talk uh, just a minute about my mom because I always talk about my dad because mm-hmm. we're best friends and I, I'm a creative and he's a creative. Mm-hmm. So I had to really think about women's empowerment and women's month. What yeah. that means? Like I would be nothing without my mom yeah, because she absolutely. was the stability. I went to Brooklyn Tech and. Because she lobbied for me, like to go there. She made sure that I was gonna get the best education. Mm-hmm. She she sacrificed and she wanted stability. Imagine my father is come. I come from being a jazz baby, jazz. so he managed a lot of the jazz greats. Mm-hmm. So I wake up at three in the morning backstage at a spot or whatever, and you know he was just like whatever. She's with me, but my mom was hands on like. She's the one. That's why I had Oscar De La Rente and Sassoon. Yeah, because he would have had me at re- rejects. Yeah, he was like, "Get in where you fit in. I'm gonna get this. Um, I need this um, turntable. I need this or that. Yeah. You know, he was always focused on his stuff because he mm. was young and mm-hmm. he was a man. No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, yeah, no. a, but mom was the provider and she made sure and she was the stability so That's it was good. a good balance yeah i mean you know shout out to our mothers absolutely shout out to mom. yeah because it was yeah. a balance so she was the fly That's the both worlds. Yeah. you know dad so was fly too mm-hmm. but dad was making sure he was fly mom was making sure the children were fly right first right. Mm-hmm. first and then then, and then you eat and then she right eats. that's who, who how mom yeah. was mm-hmm. that, that's dope um you obviously had a lot of peaks in the 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 journey of walk aware what was a valley give me give me a couple of valley moments of walk aware like you know i know for me i'm a fan of black brands i believe black is luxury you know it's just not gucci it's also right. dapper dan it's april walker it's valentino like at any given day i can wear them together i can wear them separately Absolutely. they're all luxury brands to me because i believe in the brand if it's right. on me then it's something that that I hold to high regard in account. Right. So that makes it luxury within itself for me. Right. Um, but I want to talk about the the story of a lot of black brands that tend to do really well for a good amount of time, a couple of years, and then they disappear or the brand defuncts. What was the was that the case with Walk Aware for some time? And what was it that made it that way? Because you know, Fubu had the same right, kind right, of situation. Right. Everyone's done that, right? And now we're in a place of relaunching, which we'll talk about. But I want I want young designers to learn about right, what about that what valley that is and how to prevent that from happening. So I think that it's a prime time for young designers now in terms of creating their own, and I just say creating their own. I think that when I came up, you know, it's funny. I had some. I put together something called Alliance of Minority Designers. Mm. We had two meetings. One was in the early '90s. One was in. I put everybody from Maniche to Mecca to Five Thousand One Flavors to P and B to Herbie Lovebug with Idol Makers oh, and wow. all these different people in the room. Like, look, y'all, we getting it. Yeah, but see. it's not gonna last. Mm. We don't control the distribution. And unless we control the distribution and get mm-hmm. the factory hookups ourselves yeah. and are doing this thing direct to consumer, yep. 
It's a wrap. We need to be in the boardrooms. Ah. And instead of you buying 300 yards of denim and you buying and you buying, let's buy 10,000 together. Right. We all buying denim. Mm-hmm. And then we can create from there. But that's power yeah. in the numbers, yeah. right? Yep. yep. But we were in our 20s and we were more interested in being at the bar and mm-hmm. popping down and yep. partying and buying Bentley. Hanging out with Puff. <laughs> right. Exactly. You guys were ahead of your time like that. We whole were era ahead. ahead of your time. Yeah, it was a like lot. the Black Wall Street, but for fashion. fashion. Like if we created a multi-billion dollar industry. Crazy. Yeah. Multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. You know, um, you and think f- about Nietzsche selling. Nietzsche and Fat Farm sold for like $140 million a piece. Crazy. Like, just thinking about that then. alone. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was in the 90s. But there are so many of those stories. And I saw it, but I also saw who controlled it. Because the way it worked was like, Dev Jam and Universal. Mm -hmm. So you have the company and then you have the parent company. I was always independent. I did almost deals. Mm. My deals always went awry. But, um, and I was considered difficult because I wanted fair. Yeah. You know? So, and and then on top of that, being a woman, you asked me earlier. So that was one of the things. I think if I was a male, it would have been a lot easier and you would have gotten fair even easier. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're asking for what? Right. How dare and you? you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it was those kind of those are the kind of battles that I encountered. But outside of that, I'm a fighter. So I always was like, well, I'd rather make a few hundred grand a year mm-hmm. and own my name. Yeah. And and be the face. Yeah. And live and be able to sleep at night. Yeah. And and Really live the dream because I'm living the dream now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But feel good about it. Yeah. yeah. Then be a, a farce and a fraud. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so um, I'm not going to make somebody else rich and work for them. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Um, Yeah, listen, the period, the pyramid always rises. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So It I, just I think might take still... a little longer. Yeah. But, you know, I think we talked about legacy. Yeah. I'm a legacy builder. I'm not, I don't, I don't let my decisions be led by money. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? I say chase the passion and the vision. Um, the money will follow. The money will definitely yeah. follow. You know, Absolutely. God will provide when you're living the, the purpose that you're yeah. supposed to. I believe that with everything. I but um, so the valleys and the peaks. So that to me is the biggest thing. The problem with urban fashion, period, that uh-huh. I saw. Yeah. Um, I left particularly because I left at the height of what would be perceived as success so when yes. i left i was actually um doing merchandising and i had a partnership with mike tyson mm-hmm. i was in all the stores from department store business to Foot Locker's foot you action Macy's, right? yep. yeah we yeah yeah dayton yeah. stillards yeah remember a and s yes yes <laughs> 34th right. Street. Back oh and downtown Fulton. Whoa, yes. yeah. That's the one I know. What you going to yeah. say next, Alexander's? Damn. Not Alexander's. <laughs> yes, no, 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 that was, that was way back. Yeah. But Merry Go Round. We saw Merry Go Round. We saw Merry Go Round and Coda. Like, we were in a lot of those stores. Okay. So, um, so, uh, but but I left just because I got burnt out. Yeah, and, so, and yeah. that it, makes sense. That and happens. it was a lot of, it was, to be honest, just to answer your question, the industry became something that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So you had to bow out. Did it get infiltrated? It, it, it was definitely infiltrated, infiltrated by the time I left. And I saw the beginning of the incoming, and I saw the oversaturation, and I saw limited real estate in the stores. 
and I saw buyers becoming groupies for entertainers. And mm-hmm. if you're really living a dream and you're taking your craft seriously, yeah. and you're saying buyers go past people that have dope designs yeah. to go buy a Snoop Doggy Dog or a Cisco <laughs> t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. like, I'm done. That's real. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to stop here, right here, right? I'm, yes, I'm going to stop here. We need a part two, I don't want to spill all the tea right yeah. now. We, we need a part okay. two. We Definitely need a part, need a part two. Because I know you want to ask about her logo. I'm to talk about the logo. I yeah. still want to know about like what the future of Walkerware is. I got to tell y'all about this audio book coming yes. out, Walker what Gems is, What too. is that about? We'll come back for that. But right now, you should buy the Walker Gems Get Your Ass Off the Couch book. Yeah, she's got Amazon, a book, y'all. Barnes and Noble. It's a good inspirational book. It's still, it's okay. congratulations. Hey, but one more time. Where can they find the book? Yeah. They can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or on my website at walkaware.com. walkaware.com. Are you on the gram? Yes, I follow you me. Are. at I, I, am, I am April Walker, the brand Walkerware or Walker Gym. I saw um, Charlemagne the other day on Vice Live wearing your nostalgia shirt, which I thought was dope because it was like a picture super, of you. Super, super dope. Yeah, Man, I, I thought was it was major. so dope. I thought it was so Shout dope. Shout out to the stylist. <laughs> Shout out to the stylist. Cool. Shout out to the stylist. Women in Empowering women. We're yeah. out here and, doing and things. Superpowers. Oh, no, look at that. He's mad. I'm He's mad. No, no, no. But no, we got no. some male estrogen in the room, too. We have Amon here. We got yes. Rob. You know Shout what I mean? Out. Some Shout of our out. interns doing Shout some out. dope things. Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for being. We hope to look, have you again. No, we like, will sooner have than later. It'll be the, my pleasure. the beautiful, iconic, legendary April Walker of Walkerware again part two. on our show. Yeah. Intellectual Property Podcast. Intellectual Property, Ty Turner, The Style High Club, World of Fly Girls. It goes on and on. We're just happy to be here. You know, bless your new day, New York City. We're getting ready. We're happy because summer's coming That's soon. That's right. You know what I mean? You got some sessions which will be coming. You summer have sessions. Series. We got Intellectual Property Podcast summer sessions yes. where we're going to do like some summer stuff for you, nice. like some exclusive summer content so dope. for That's the listeners. Dope. And then we're going to get into season two later on in the year. So, but April, yeah, when you come back, you'll give us more stories about some I of your promise. iconic stuff because you yeah, li- we literally talked about Hype Williams, Tupac, Biggie, Jay, like the business of fashion, yeah. growing up in Brooklyn, New Eyes Brooklyn, alone. Old Brooklyn. And with these guys, it's so much. Coming yeah, up. absolutely. We need I'm about um, one hour is not enough. We need like we need a day more. and a half with this one, but that <laughs> that might start being costly, bro. Absolutely. Listen, I told her she has a twenty-five dollar rider. So next time, yeah, next we time you. we we got a little budget. We poor, but we got like a fifty dollar rider. So we can get her little M and you know, organic Maybe. peanuts and stuff like that. Definitely. <laughs> you know, Guys, so. we are signing out. Remember, signing out. envision it, create it, share it. And Absolutely. remember to make sure you get paid for it. Absolutely. Yes. Peace. Bye.